Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm joined once more by Greg Browning. How's it going, Greg? Good evening. Yes, I'm good, thank you. Very well. Now we're going to have to try and make this one short and sweet because you are <laughs> running low on your juice and your battery, I believe. I'm in Portsmouth. My charger's in the, hotel, in, in the office and I can't get a hold of my charger. So I'm down to 7%, so let's make this short and sweet. <laughs> Indeed. Now, it wasn't a bad night tonight, um, although League 2, you were saying to me, it owes you one. League 2 does owe me one. So I did a bit of a write-up today in the Mr Fixit site on League 2 for goals tonight. And I think the, the two specials being a first-half goal in all 12 matches paid 100-1 to with Labricks, um, which I thought was a massive price. <laughs> and... Over 1.5 goals in all 12 games was 44 to 1. So sadly, two goals short on the first half goals, which I can live with, but I can't live with 11 out of 12 on the 1.5. I think Newport and Macclesfield finished 1 0. So really frustrating. However, that said, uh, the lap one, it was 4 2 Hibs, we dungeonated. And there's 38 goals, I think, in League uh, 2. Yeah, 37 38. And what was the line there that you'd put up? 31. 31, so that won quite comfortably and probably left yourself a bit frustrated with that as well, that you didn't go higher than the 31, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I probably could have got a 6 I know you're, one, I know you're not greedy. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Well, I think they're, they're bets that we've touched on quite a lot on the podcast, so there might have been some listeners out there who were on some of those bets tonight and seems to be just kind of knocking at the door and only a matter of time before one of them comes in at a tasty price. Yeah, I've been really close with League 2, I think, the last couple of months, privately. I've not really posted League 2 before. Obviously, I focus on the French League 2. But I think um, in England, it's been very, very close now. I think that's three weeks at six. It's been one shot on 1.5 goals. And obviously, at those prices, you only really need it to come in once, yeah. twice a season. And you've made your money, so uh, we'll, stick with that. we'll stick with it. Yep, and they're good for small stakes as well, so... Definitely worth a quid or two uh, on a Tuesday night. Now, before we, start, before we get stuck into tips this week, we've got some business to take care of, and that's to mention our sponsors, Who Knows Wins, who we're delighted to have on board with us. Uh, regular listeners will know that in recent weeks we've been playing against each other on the Who Knows Wins app, and we owe a massive shout-out to Feed the Bear, who won last week's prize with an amazing nine correct out of 15, which was no Well done, that man. Or women. Or women. Or <laughs> don't women, know. sorry. Um, <laughs> considering some of the results at the weekend, to get nine out of 15 was pretty good going, and he absolutely romped it. I think the closest after that was six correct. So fair play to them. Um, <laughs> I'll be amazed if they could do it again this week. Um, on this week's league so we've set one up again again it's another 15 matches and it's a fiver buy-in and we'll post a link to the league on our Twitter feed uh, after the podcast goes live tonight um, so head on over to the App Store uh, on Google sorry the Play Store on Google or the Apple App Store and download the app once you've got it downloaded just you can just the back of that yeah. So, sorry, just off the back of that, I think um, the public one this weekend, sorry, last weekend, there was over 300 people entered it, and I think two people won £600 each. Um, nice. So you never know. Your luck's in, and you can obviously get a decent a decent haul. You've got a chance to make some really good money. Yeah, I was going to say that. You can either join a public league, or you can create your own league. It only takes two minutes. You can set up your own league, invite your pals, and 
set your own stake and stuff like that. So it's a good little app. We've enjoyed it so far. Um, so if you fancy it, get involved. The more people that play, the bigger the prize uh, pot is for the winners. So with that done and dusted, um, time for a very quick recap on the weekend. I say there's some sh- a few shock results at the weekend. Quite a few short price favourites didn't win, but we we did okay on the podcast. Yeah, it was a profitable weekend. Um, I think we're a bit unlucky with a couple of the bets, but ultimately the Stirling Albion game over 2.5, just a few below evens, came in at um, 2-1. That game finished. That was an app, so that landed. Um, we had Falkirk goals against Fal- against Forfar. Mm-hmm. That finished 6-0 to Falkirk. A really good result for them. That landed. And my favourite English side at the moment, Bill Ricky. Um, they landed um, two out of three bets, a bit unlucky not to land three. I think they were three one up and they ended up drawing three all. But they had over obviously over 1.5 second half goals and over three goals in the Asian line that paid even money. So some winners, some losers, but all in all, it was a profitable weekend. Yeah, at least said about the two that I threw in, the better. But anyway, I mean, have you got, <laughs> have you got your summer holiday to Bill Ricky booked up? Yes, I'm going to go there. Uh, probably May time once a bit of weather comes. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Um, anyway, we'll crack on. And this week's tips kind of looks like nap of the season, dare I say it. Um, we're going to go uh, You're saying Easter that, Road. I'm not saying that. Well, let's see, let's see. Um, Easter Road, Hibs v St Mirren, and you can't see past the home side. I can't see the ho- past the home side for goals. So I think Hibs are probably my most profitable team of the season I've probably napped them now 12 times I think they've let me down once out of 12 so I'm going back to Hibs I had Hibs at the weekend I had Hibs again tonight over two and a half goals in the game they're at home to St Mirren on Saturday now going forward Hibs at home have been terrific Um, they've only failed to score in one of their 13 home games uh, and that was in a 3-0 defeat against Rangers. And I think Hibs fans will probably agree that was probably their worst performance of the season, mm. um, especially at home. So they scored two or more in 10 of the 13 home games, which is great going. Yep. But when you look at the goals they're scoring at the moment, what has happened to Doge? What, what has happened to him? He's now on 12 goals for the season, when two months ago he still hadn't scored yet. So I think tonight he got his second hat-trick of the season. Yep. Yep. Yeah, second of the season. You've obviously got um, Martin Boyle running the show as well. Camberry was in the bench actually tonight, and Scott Allen um, pulling strings in the midfield as well. So going forward, Tibbs are really, really exciting to watch, scoring lots of goals. Um, defensively, though, they're just a shambles, an absolute <laughs> shambles. Right, so here's Tibbs must be tearing their hair out. Here's one of my favourite stats Hibs have lost more goals in the league this season than Hearts, who are bought my league. That's incredible. <laughs> um, I think almost every club that's gone to Eastern Road this season scored two goals. So, out of their 13 home games, nine sides have gone to Eastern Road and scored two goals. St Johnson have, Livingston have, Ross County have, and these are teams that have, should, be, should be beaten comfortably. Yeah. So, they're 3-4 to win the match. Now, I would expect them to do so. St Mirren struggling at the bottom end of the league okay they've had a couple of positive performances like a narrow defeat at Ibrox against the Night of Sorts Rangers and they drew 0 at home to Aberdeen last week so they're not shipping as many goals but their away form isn't great they've 
I think we've conceded two or more goals now in six of their 12 away games. And they go to Easter Road to play a side who just can't stop scoring. And don't get me wrong, St Mirren very may very well get a consolation goal. They might even get two. Most sides do at Easter Road. <laughs> but I think Hibs to score two, five to six, looks a cracking bet. Just to add to that as well, I think Hibs have only lost four of their last 26 home games against St Mirren. So yeah. got a really good head-to-head record at home against them as well. Yeah, I've got a couple more contradictory stats for you to throw in, which might help um, support your case here. St Mirren have had more shots at goal than Hibs in the league this season, <laughs> which surprises me, considering you, you know you don't consider St Mirren to be prolific in front of goal compared to Hibs. That is surprising. Um, and also St Mirren have failed to score in six of 11 away matches, but then... We're talking Easter Road here, and as you say, everybody seems to get on the score sheet Easter Road, so it might actually help that St Mirren score, which then kind of forces Hibs to take the game to them a bit more, you know, and at 5-6 to six they score two. Looks a good shout. Yeah, I think one clean sheet out of 13 is abysmal yeah. for, for Hibs, and obviously they've lost Porteous, they've lost Naismith, and even before those two players went out injured last weekend, or two weekends ago, they were still shipping goals. So it's probably not a match to touch in terms of Hibs to win. I think they will. I think three to four is probably a fair price. But you're getting five to six on Hibs to score to score two or more. And they've done that in eight of their last nine home games. So a very strong looking nap. And I think Hibs will score at least two on Saturday. OK, so we're not calling it a nap of the season, but it's pretty close. It's a strong contender, but okay. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> All right, uh, next up, it's Hearts at your beloved St Johnston. What have you got to say about this one? Well, all aboard the um, Daniel Stendel train. So I think a couple of months ago, both Edinburgh clubs were a bit of a laughing stock. Um, both r- really struggling in the league, first and second bottom, I think they were. Um, they brought Daniel Stendel in, and it wasn't an easy start for him. I think he'd lost his first five games. But they've come back after the winter break. They beat Airdrie 5-0 at home. Now, don't get me wrong, Airdrie are League One. They should be beating Airdrie. But that was a really much-needed win, especially at Tynecastle. Tynecastle used to be a fortress, but it absolutely hasn't been now for well over a year under Levine. Um, Even St Johnston won there this season. That's how bad Hearts have been at home. Um, Now, it's a really difficult one. St Johnston are playing well. We aren't in too many goals. But in terms of momentum, I think look at Hearts' result against Rangers on Sunday. And you can see what a transformation that's happened at Tynecastle over the space of a month or so. They're essentially getting the new manager bounce a month late. <laughs> and that's how it kind of feels to me anyway. Yeah, I'm not fully aboard the Stendhal train just yet. Um I think a lot of things kind of fell into place for them on Sunday against Rangers, particularly the debut of Liam Boyce, and that's he's going to be a significant factor in how well Hearts do from here until the end of the season. I think him and obviously Naismith, Naismith back, yeah, back yeah. to fitness as well, which is going to make a huge difference to them. But um, it's going to take another couple of wins to convince me that Stendhal is going to get them, you know, back to where we think Hearts should be in the realms of Scottish football. Um, and I always remember. My granda used to always talk about the curse of the old firm and how if you ever beat, you know, an old firm, I'd Celtic Rangers, that the team that beat them tended to struggle the following week. 
Um, so I'm never too keen to go well, on. That's your homework for next week. That's your homework for next week. Do you know, let's have a wee look at that. <laughs> I have researched in the past, and it, <laughs> to be honest, it doesn't really bear fruit. It's kind of 50 50. <laughs> but it's always just stuck with me, and I've been I've never never really been behind teams to win their next game after beating Celtic or Rangers but um, for me it would need to be a watching brief So in terms of the old cliche about confidence and winning games obviously breeds confidence I think at the moment Hearts seem in a good place as a club at the moment um, they've been in a really horrible place for the last 12 months I think they're in a better, uh, really better poisonous. place I don't think they're in a good place but they're in a um, better place Compared to where they were a month ago or two months ago, I think they are in a, in a, a, better, a better place. Is probably a better way of putting it. But they travelled to St Johnston on Saturday. Now, looking at the markets for this game, Hearts are favourites, which I think is a little bit disrespectful to the famous person Johnston. <laughs> I think Hearts are six to four, and we are nineteen to ten. Yeah. Bearing in mind we've only lost once in six in the league. Uh, not conceding goals. Hearts have got a terrible record in Perth. Um, I think they've only won once in 14, their last 14 trips to Perth, um, which isn't great. But I think bringing Boyson's a great signing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, he's he probably going to be the difference between them and where they'll finish in the league. Yeah. I still fancy Hearts to get out of where they are. I think they'll have a good enough squads. They'll still, they've brought some players in, obviously. Yeah. Nice miss the captain. I think yep. that helps. I think he likes to moan the face off of referees and his fellow teammates and opposition players, but and no he's probably he's, a great person to have in charge. No doubt. He's misses and his kids as well. <laughs> Pretty much. And the <laughs> dog and the cat. <laughs> it just seems like that kind of guy. So, looking at the markets for this game, I don't think Hearts are going to get beaten Saturday. Um, and to be honest with you, if you ask most St. Johnson fans, we'll probably take a draw in this match. But looking at the markets, what I really like the look of is Hearts double chance and over 1.5 match with that piece, even money with Bet365. So is that on a bet builder? On a bet builder, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm surprised that you're going against St Johnston here, to be honest, because they've actually been pretty decent at home. They're what, we unbe- have been. unbeaten in four at home. Problem is, we don't score enough goals. Now, we're missing Dre Wright. He's out for 10 days. We're missing Murray Davidson, who's out for six weeks. We've lost Matty Kennedy to Aberdeen in the January transfer window. So we're very much weakened. We obviously brought in the cart from um, Inverness today, yep. who may go into the defensive slot. And bearing in mind as well, we've got Celtic tomorrow night at yep. Dermot Park. That could go anywhere. That could be a cricket score. It could be 2-0. We might sneak a draw or a win. You just never know. Um, so that's an extra game for us before Saturday. Hearts will be fresher. I'm not saying that's an excuse. I just think Hearts momentum-wise, they'll bring more... Two and a half thousand fans to Perth on Saturday. Now I say that because the last time Hearts came to Perth in October, they brought about 700 fans. They barely filled half their way end, which for Hearts is, is pretty poor. Yeah. So I think it's all set up for a decent performance by Hearts. I'm not saying they'll win the game, but I don't think they'll lose. Uh, and I don't think we've got enough in us to score two goals. We should concede. We, we usually do at home. Um, and Hearts obviously will be full of confidence after beating Rangers on Sunday. So, double chance hearts and two goals in the game, even money. Okay, well, if MD's in a good place to tell us how St Johnson are likely to do in any given game, it's yourself. So, let's go with that one. Um, okay, moving things quickly on just before you're 
battery dies on you. Um, and we're going to, we already mentioned them already, Bill Ricky, we're going to go down south and have a look at their game. Yeah, Bill Ricky. so I've been backing them quite a few times now over the last few months. Goal machines. Goal, the Absolute scores. goal machines. Just ridiculous, aren't they? The last three games, 2-all, 4-all, 3 all um, there's been 42 goals scored in their last nine games. And what I like about it is it's split evenly across four and against. Yeah, 19 and for, 23 against. None of the games are really skewing those figures either because there's been both teams to score in every game, all but one has been uh, over two and a half as well. So it's there's three twos, four ones, three ones, as you say, two, two, four, four, three, three in there. So, uh, yeah, it seems that every time you take to the pitch, there's plenty of goals. On Saturday, they were 0 0 at half time and it finished 3 all. <laughs> they were 3 1 up, so they probably should have won that match. Yeah. But I think I called it in last week's podcast that Bilaricky at home are pretty strong. They've played 16 games at home this season and they've only lost once, albeit there's been quite a few draws in there. But they're playing a side that's eighth in the league, eight points above them. And I think I mentioned last week as well, the performances against the teams above them in the league have been really good. I think they've played first, second, third and sixth in the last few weeks and had really positive performances in all those games. So they're at home to, Maid- to Maidstone on Saturday, who are eighth. Um, they've seen both sides score in eight of the last ten games. And the last seven meetings between the sides have also gone over 2.5 goals. So the bookies have got a little bit wise. Over 2.5 goals is 1-2, to two, or just below, just above 1-2, to two, sorry. Mm-hmm. So I think for this match, again, going to keep the trend to have at least two second half goals. And yeah. again, that piece 8 to 11. So that's a really strong shout. And again, the Asian line isn't up yet. It's only Tuesday night. So that should be available come Friday. Now, Saturday's Asian line paid 11 to 10 for three or more goals. Yeah. And the Asian line obviously being three goals money back, four goals your bet lands. Yeah. So it's hard to... It's hard to make a case for no goals in this match really <laughs> based on yeah. what we've seen over the last couple of months and the Asian line's a great way of kind of squeezing some more value out of it because you don't want to be backing over two and a half at prices of one to two or shorter no um, but if you're getting much closer to even money just on the basis that you would obviously get your money back if there was three goals but your quid's in if there's if there's more than three then I think that's a really good way of you know getting closer to that even, even money mark yeah, I looked at the kind of bet builders as well. You can get Bill Ricky double chance and over 1.5 match goal, 4 to 5, which I think is decent as well. Obviously, they've only lost one game this season at home at 16. So there's every chance again Bill Ricky will avoid defeat on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, given the, the, the recent form. But I'm just going to stick to second half goals over 1.5 at 8 to 11. And I'll, I reckon we'll probably get about 5 to 6 for three goals on the Asian line. And if you're brave, Bill Ricky are 6-4 to win the match. Okay. All right, was there anything else that stood out for you at the weekend? Nah, not really. Looking through the Scottish games, um, Cove, they, they can get lost, Cove. Yeah. They um, done us on Saturday again. Yeah, only uh, 2-0. Yeah. And that seems to be the theme for them at home for some reason. They dominate matches, have thousands of shots, and they win a lot of their home games kind of 2-0, sometimes 3-0. And I think that they were a goal shot on Saturday, obviously. We backed them to score three. So they're away to Albion Rovers on Saturday. Anyone that's been to Clifton Hill um, will know how, how tough a place that is to go and play football based on the, the surroundings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's two to seven 
for Cove to win that match, which is ridiculous. So nothing much doing there. And it's pretty much the same in League One. Falkirk are away to Stranraer. Yeah, so Stranraer had a really positive performance at Ibrox. Mm-hmm. Uh, they then drew away at Airdrie, which is a terrific result, given how well Airdrie have performed this season. So don't get me wrong, Falkirk should win that, but I'm not touching that at 1-3. No, nah, we're too sure. And finally, one last one. How can um, Kilmarnock be 4-5 at home to Ross County? This is a Kilmarnock side that have lost seven consecutive games. Over to you. <laughs> to be fair, Ross County have been push. They have, they have, but there's no way Kelly should be odds on, odds on to beat Ross County on Saturday. It's two pure teams, but Kilmarnock, seven consecutive defeats is yeah. chronic. That's, that's, real, that's relegation form. What do you do if you're making that market up, though? Do you... How how would you price it? I'd probably price it Kilmarnock slight favourites at maybe eleven to ten, possibly five to four. Um, mm. I just can't see them. Be, I just can't understand why they can price them at four to five. A team that's lost seven consecutive games, and by all means as well, I think Ross County performed really well at Celtic Park on Saturday. Probably yeah. should have scored a couple of goals themselves actually. Yeah, and again, they've got. We're recording this on Tuesday night. They've got a, a trip to Ibrox on Wednesday, so three really hard games for them away on the road. Yeah, so I guess my advice is anyone picking out uh, some home sides, I would leave out Kilmarnock. Okay, one to avoid then. One, uh, to one, avoid. one that stood out for me down south, and it's not a tip as such, but uh, just in the course of research and a few bits and pieces, I noticed the Norwich v Newcastle, sorry, Newcastle v Norwich on Saturday and it was their previous results um, and I made it 28 goals in their last five meetings now this is a game that could easily finish 0-0 but you know if you're a fan of backing trends when two teams meet then that might be one worth looking at in terms of the overs market and that's two of my favourite sides for late goals as well so I've not been back in the late goal at Newcastle for a while now um, but it could be worth looking at that game especially given the fact that Norwich have to win that match well they have to get a positive result anyway so yeah. It's a game they'll have kind of marked down as, do you know what, we can go there and, and get three points against a team probably of a very similar standing to, to them. Well, over two and a half goals is even money. Um, and I think that averages out at 5.6 goals per game in their last five meetings, which so what you're saying is, is ridiculous. 4.5 goals. <laughs> well, over 4.5 goals is a limited two if you really want to, but even money, just purely on the trend, looks, looks like a big price, but as I say, no, I think that's a good shout. I think just off that off that point, then I think back in the late goal in that game could be a shout as well. I don't really start to back up Newcastle home games, but I guess given how important the match is, um, we might very well see some late goals in that game. Yeah, just having a quick look at Newcastle's home forum, which isn't isn't too bad. Um, they've only lost three of twelve, um, and those have been to Leicester, Everton, and Arsenal. So Norwich really poor on the road, but getting to the stage of the season where they're just they're going to have to pick up wins sooner rather than later. Yeah. Okay, so can you just give us a quick recap on your tips for Saturday then? Yeah, so Hibs at home to St Mirren and taking the Hibs to score two or more goals at five to six. And that's with bet three six five. Um, second in the Scottish Premiership, Hearts are away to St Johnston, and I'm taking Hearts double chance and over one point five match goals, and that pays even money. And that's on a bet builder with bet three six five. And finally, my favourite English club, Bill Rickey at home to Maidstone, 
and I'm taking over 1.5 second half goals at 8 to 11, and also taking over three goals on the Asian line, and that'll probably pay around about five to six come Friday once that market's out. I think you're maybe now on about your fourth favourite English club and maybe six favourite Scottish clubs this season. No, no, um, just to <laughs> Hibs, Hibs and um, Billericay. Well, hopefully they deliver this weekend for us. Um, now, apologies if Greg sounds if he's been having a stroke through the podcast, but I think it's just problems with the fact that he's, his phone's about to die and that he's, uh, where are you, Portsmouth tonight? Yes. Yes, so apologies if it's sound quality. It isn't quite as good as it normally is on the podcast. And that's us for another week. Don't forget to join us on the Who Knows Wins app and take us on in this week's competition. As I said earlier, the more people that join, the bigger the prize pot for the winner. So get involved and download the app. We'll be back next week for another look at the weekend fixtures. So best of luck with your bets on Saturday. And thanks to Greg for his tips this week. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs>